0: This is The Dose, and I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. Welcome to my playground. This is a place to play. A place to spark creativity, share some laughs, and challenge everything you thought you once knew. We're going to chat with some really inspiring people. People with stories. People that move the needle forward, shake shit up, and most importantly, people that have fun. These are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And you can too, everyone's a superhero, you just gotta find your power. And that we are set to do, welcome back friends, fam, homies, new faces, new listeners, whoever you are, welcome back to another season of The Dose, I'm your host Mike Schwartz, I um, want to give you a little bit of a, a bit of a clue, a little inside lane here on what we're doing on this season. Uh, being that the last six months have been absolute bonkers, uh, the whole COVID thing has really uprooted people's lives and uh, in order to battle that, I wanted to put out a program that taps into the things that we can be doing on an individual level to not only bring up our own game, but bring up the, the tide per se and uh, bring up other folks that are in our lives and bring them up and, and keep that positive, positive feeling uh, strong, all right? so. This season, it's all about how we're going to uncover our own superpower. okay? Now, what I mean by that is, like, oftentimes I, I hear that, I don't know, you know, I don't have any special talent. Well, this is, this is exactly it. We're going to figure out how through the use of my guests in here telling their real-ass stories because they're real-ass humans, okay? And we're going to figure out how they have become successful in leveling up their game how to move that needle forward, how to rise up, how to shake shit up, how to have fun. We're gonna get a weekly dose of absolute awesome here with the tips, the tricks, the real ass struggle from real ass people, okay? Going above and beyond what, uh, you know, is, is expected. We've just got, we've got so much unknown right now. It's really, really hard for us because like, you know, the majority of the people I talk to, uh, be it my friends, my family, um, even acquaintances or members of my team, it's it's just a chaotic time where everything that was once normal, whatever that means, is now not. And, and we have to learn how to pivot. And oftentimes, we get this stress uh, response when, when we don't know what's coming. And the guests that I've got on this season are, are individuals that I admire, um, all in the music industry or in the health and wellness space, and, uh, and they're, they're the leaders of turning you know, lemons into lemonade, all right? I'm really excited for the guests. Um, I'm really excited for the whole theme here because it's a really critical time where we've got to rise up, find that, uh, that inner superpower, and maybe take that kryptonite. Because every, every freaking superhero has a kryptonite, right? all right? And use that. Instead of just sitting back and being like, Ugh, let's wait for COVID to be done. No, that. We're going to push ourselves beyond that little comfort zone and move forward in a direction that's brand new. We're trailblazers here. And I'm really excited for you to come along on this journey. Before we get into the actual interview, I also want to talk about one thing that, that really helped me and uh, I get I get asked this question like oh what, what do I do you know is it is it exercise is it nutrition how do I sleep better like the, the stress really weighs on people, so I uh, you know I, I gotta have some real talk here, all right let's uh, let's cue the music. There we go, beautiful. It's nutrition, okay. If there's one thing that I've learned over over the last six months is that if I'm eating shit I'm gonna feel like shit. Okay, because we're stuck at home, we're generally sitting in front of a screen a lot more, we're working longer hours, and we're being more productive. Well, maybe. We're definitely finding ourselves more busy. You're either it goes two camps. We're either sleeping more or sleeping less. Stress response also plays a role with that nutrition. If we're not eating well, we're not fueling our body properly, you can expect it's not gonna go well for very long. We can get away with it for a bit, but it's not a sustainable thing. Okay, so um, I'm a big believer in getting my leafy greens in, um, but when I can't, it's tough sometimes because we're on the go, we're got to move, I've got coaching sessions in between the middle of my day, I mean, this is my gym, you guys watching on YouTube, this is my gym right here, and it, it can be tough, it, I understand we're in a society that's based around convenience and efficiency, and for that reason, they make green supplements, and one of my favorites is actually a progressive uh, veg greens right here. So i got it right here. These guys are Canadian. I love them because of uh, the, the natural ingredients, actually. If you want to take a peek right in here, you read these. A lot of people don't even know how to read these damn things. OK, so when we read these, we want to look for things that are not, you know, multi-syllables that you can't pronounce, OK? Um, the, the thing I look for in any type of supplement is looking for a natural sweetener. If it's going to be sweetened, it can't have your typical um, sucralose or aspartame there's just too much research out there that uh that is controversial let's leave it at that that's for a whole different episode but what i like is stevia okay so they sweeten it with natural stevia extract which is awesome um it's actually sweeter than uh sugarcane so you'll get that same sweetness and it makes it taste great now the flavor i got here pineapple coconut so progressive doesn't sponsor me i'm just a big believer in going Canadian. First of all, they're Canadian product, really made. Go Canada! And this is it right here. I mean, it's tasty as f. So this helps fuel me on those days. Gets me my green quota um, when I can't, you know, make a salad or I can't cook up uh, some kale or some Brussels sprouts or something. Those are my favorites. Um, love the leafy greens, but it doesn't always happen right and I understand that so for anybody out there looking pro tip number one get your greens if you can't cook your greens or eat your greens raw I mean I love dip and hummus that's a great way to do too you know cucumber dip hummus you get your carrots in there but if you can't there's always guys like this with progressive and they're not the only brand out there they're just my favorites Canadian made so uh, go with those guys, go check them out. I'll, uh, I'll post some links down on the bottom of this or you can find it in the show notes. Um, and secondly, I love cooking up like my breakfast in the, in the morning here. I love having a big plate of eggs or maybe some sausage or even on the, on the pan if I'm cooking greens, even just salt and pepper, like nice and simple. Um, but sometimes, you know, you get bored of that. And when you do, you go to a seasoning spice. Now we've got Jake. Now, Jake here, local owned. Now, I'm from Chestermere, Alberta, and when I found out Jake's was from Chestermere, Alberta, it was like we were best friends, okay? Check out Jake's legendary steak spice. This is the original Jake's. They've got a bunch of different, they've got like a Cajun, and they've got um, like a lemon and herb, which is great on salmon, I found out. I had a little sample on that, on my salmon earlier in the week. Unbelievable, man. It's, uh, It's really, really something when you can make your healthy food taste really great but also the shit is gluten free and low sodium so you're not going to be all jacked up and retaining water and all the all the bad things that can come with uh, higher sodium content in your meals right just make sure you're drinking some water having some eggs throw some jakes on and you're all set shout out to jakes chestermere local pride in there you can find them all on uh, calgary co-op um, man where else are they they're in Sobe's, they're select. Go to the Facebook site, go say hey, tell Mike, you know, from the dose, and I heard about you and all that, you know the thing. Jake will set you up, okay? But, uh, yeah, that's pro tip number two. Season the good food so that it doesn't taste like blah, if you're not used to it. Sometimes, man, like eggs just need to be eggs, right? Scramble them up, throw some jakes, you're set. Okay, third tip. And this one's a no-brainer drink water okay so yeah i throw my greens in the water but drink more water now it's not to say oh, i hear this all the time it's like ah, oh, it tastes like shit. no okay great i get it but when you drink water and you throw some lemon in there that's great now also don't go ice water just don't do it okay it takes your body longer to get that thing down it doesn't absorb all that water so bring it down to warm or at least room temperature, okay? First thing in the morning, I like to crack a big, like exactly this, so this is a good 750, almost a liter of water, okay? This is 750 mils right to the top, and I throw this full of water first thing in the morning, and I just squeeze a little wedge of lemon in there, and then I drink that warm water, okay? Delicious, it's good for you, it just gets the fuel going right off the bat, okay? Water, all right, season your shit, And then drink or eat your greens. Okay? Simple. That's the real talk for the day. Okay? Without further ado, let's get into the uh, interview here. I'm sitting down with uh, Tommy Teasdale of the Carbons. And we get into it. Everything from what they've been up to, how COVID hit them, and a little bit of philosophy. It was pretty freaking cool, man. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys get something out of this. But without further ado, this is my chat with Tommy Teasdale of the Carbons. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sitting down with Mr. Tommy Teasdale of the Carbons, Kelowna Rock and Roll. What do you guys, what do you classify yourself? I mean, uh, Uh, John.
1: Yeah, we call ourselves Groove Rock, although a couple people have said that Groove Rock is not exactly what we sound like. But, you know, that's a couple people. I don't know. That's what we've been calling ourselves from the get-go, and I kind of like it.
0: I love it, man. No, that's great. Uh, groove rock. Well, it definitely. I mean, with the rhythm section just kicking it. That that definitely. Being a drummer myself, I can I can relate to the groove rock thing. Um,
1: yeah, of course, sir. Uh,
0: and I, <laughs> I train ball <Paul> again today. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he's just so eager it's awesome i mean he brings that to the shows too so now he's just uh, now we're just getting a bit so he can last right
1: well i have noticed that he's uh he's a little bit more of an animal on the kit lately so i don't know if that has to do with you
0: Oh, tell him not to let it head right (laughs) yeah right we know what that
1: means well connor was talking about it last night he said uh something something i don't know. i forget what we were talking about exactly but he's like yeah uh, we're gonna have po- something about a poster boy i think and paul's like well i've been working out man i don't know about you <laughs> <laughs> and uh our uh, the guy that we use for videos as well he uh, he said recently that uh, both of them because i've been like doing uh construction all summer so i bulked up a little bit and uh, he was joking around like uh, the fucking other two guys better um, better start hitting the gym, otherwise they'll turn into groupies.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the carbons and the groupies—that's hilarious. <laughs> oh perfect. Well, I mean, thanks so much for uh, for making the time here today, dude. Um, again, as a, as we were talking kind of offline, there um, uh, the the theme of the season is actually in honor of one of. Uh, one of the songs that i've held really really close to myself um just with the whole last six months it's been a, a crazy time for a lot of people but for myself too just the idea of of going through change and coming and being able to pivot and finding something within has been really really revolutionary and uh your song superheroes the the latest single you guys released there um it's uh it just speaks to that do you mind um talking about where you came from on the on the creation of that song and uh and what it means to you
1: yeah sure um so basically um i started writing the song in nicaragua i brought this like little um guitar uh, like a squire a really cheap guitar that i didn't mind you know losing on the plane or something and uh, i came up with these guitar riffs and i really liked them and uh Right away, I felt like, okay, this could be something, you know, special. And uh, I started writing these lyrics, and it was originally about a breakup song, and uh, my girlfriend didn't like that. It wasn't about her or any of my exes. It was about somebody else. Um, but she didn't like that, so uh, so I kind of, like, rejigged the the lyrics. And I had this line from when I was a kid. Um, I, was, I was working on this other song um, about a boy losing his imagination. Cause I used to draw a lot when I was a kid and I had like, um, I had like Spider-Man cutouts in my room and stuff like that. And I would like, um, what do you call it? You know, like the, the perforated paper where you have like, you know, uh, like a thousand little rings on the side and you can like rip that part off. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I would like rip that part off. And that was like his web so I had like these paper like cutouts of Spider-Man hanging from my ceiling. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's amazing.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so so that's what that song was kind of about, about like, you know, um, where I started uh, with my imagination and and how like I went to engineering school. But anyways, um, I don't want to make the star story longer than it needs to be. I had this line called uh, I had this line that said. Uh, Lying under neon stars, cause I had those uh, neon stars growing up, like glued to my roof as well.
0: I had the same ones. Those were those are awesome. Like yeah, and you, can you just, like, put them into constellations and stuff. Yeah, no, I totally know. That's awesome. Yeah, I
1: didn't, I didn't know shit about constellations. I just put them in random places. But <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: Orion. Oh, <laughs>
1: There you go. Um, But, yeah, so I had that line, and uh, once I decided to try and apply that theme more or less to the song, uh, then the lyrics started, like, pouring out.
0: Yeah, no. That's what I mean is that, like, it's so – the thing that hits me so much about it, and uh, it's it's such an imaginative song. It really takes me back to being, like, a kid. Yeah. the whole idea of the story and the concept of the song yeah
1: um it's just about you know a kid um or doesn't necessarily have to be a kid but you know just somebody who's um who's maybe not fully grown up or or hasn't like you know recognized their potential yeah um, perhaps right and is maybe afraid to accept their potential or to to seek it out and, and it's about that person meeting their their mentors or, or their uh, their idols and, and asking them, like, um, you know, like the chorus is, um, did you meet your superheroes and what did they tell you to be a superhero, right? And so I think everybody has that capacity inside them. And that's kind of what the song is about, is about facing your fears and, and becoming, you know, your own Iron Man or, or Spider-Man, I guess.
0: Yeah, with your perforated paper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: That's awesome, man. So uh, who's your superhero then?
1: Um, mine is my uncle, actually. So when the song um, got released, I, I made like a, a little post about him. And he's, uh, yeah, he's he's always been there for me. Like even as a kid, like that, that room that I was just telling you about, that was in his house. It wasn't in my house, so like him and my uh, godmother had me um, at their house like every second week, and uh, um, and that's where like I build like you know my uh, my comic room or like whatever my imagination room, and uh, yeah, he's been there for me this whole entire time, and um, we don't have any like blood. Um, him and I, right? So like my godmother is, is my aunt who I have blood with and he's um you know, he's never really had to 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 be that kind of person for me, but he just chose to be, right? And so um and recently he quit smoking, like uh well, not that recent, like twenty years ago, and then um then he uh he quit drinking um because his doctor was telling him that he was you know, looking at maybe another five years of life if he didn't change his life around. And and he's, like, nearly 70 now. So just to see somebody um, at that age um, saying, like, you know what, I want to live and I want to become a better person still and not just say, fuck it, um, to me, that's a superhero.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, it brings me, like, that's a perfect pivot, speaking of which, like, I would definitely classify a superhero as somebody with the ability to overcome that adversity, to look at a situation and say, okay, cool. That's not working. What is, you know, instead of just, you know, when everybody else is stopped right here,
1: yeah.
0: Get above that, what do I do beyond? Can you tell us about a time that uh, you are even in the band, maybe in your personal life, maybe in the band situation. I mean, it's a great example right now. Like what, what has COVID done to the music industry and your group specifically, how have you guys pivoted? Right.
1: Um, so the first couple weeks of uh, the whole COVID thing were pretty tough because we were headed down to California, and uh, we had to cancel basically the day before we were supposed to leave. Um, and uh, yeah, it was—I uh, was gutted, honestly—and I basically spent, you know, I don't know, at least three days just moping around and not being a superhero at all. <laughs>
0: just sitting around on your couch drinking beer right
1: <laughs> yeah honestly beer rum tequila whatever is you know yeah okay yeah um and uh yeah obviously that's not really sustainable um just for you know happiness physically as well but obviously just like mentally like you know i uh, started thinking um, well i think morning is important which you know which i did for a few days but then it's like okay now it's time to get back up on the horse and um, what we decided to do is is release the song so we had this song initially and uh, we were going to release it in May and then uh, March happened and we kind of put the brakes on everything um, had to cancel the tour and uh, you know I think well, I've been listening to this guy, uh, Damien Keys, and he's, uh, um, he's kind of, a, well, he says he's like, he works for bands and, and tries to, um, to help bands succeed, but he's, I think for me, he's become more of like a motivational speaker, you know, and kind of like my trainer, almost. Like, I listen to him talk, and he does like these 10-minute videos where he's like, just put out some stuff, and like, you know, he's just like, kind of just... I don't know. I just watch him like religiously almost. And, uh, and at that time he said, you know, now's not a good time to release music. unless it depends on the song, right? Unless it's like, it makes sense for the song. And then I started talking to a few other people about the song. And all of a sudden, like all these people around the world started like singing on their balconies and, and, um, you know, just helping out, like making masks for people, and um, you know donating to the food bank or, or like helping the elderly by like doing groceries for them and like everybody's just basically turning to a superhero and so uh, I was like, well maybe we should release the song anyways like yeah okay we can't play a, a gig but like you know maybe the world needs this song right now and so um, So once we decided to release it, that gave us, like, a sense of purpose again. And, um, yeah, we were able to move forward.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd say that uh, since that was what released, was that April, May?
1: May May 1st, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, since then, I mean, I... I've really noticed with your guys' uh, your, your social media campaigns and the Patreon and, and just trying to get in, and I've seen so much support and love shown back to not just you guys' as a band, but the bands that, like, because you're, you're who I would consider one of the leaders in that because there's a lot of groups that are just sitting waiting back. Oh, okay, well, let's let COVID pass. And then the ones that are making some progress right now and actually changing the way that the whole landscape looks are the groups that are doing things like that. Mm-hmm. now. With every superhero, there's kryptonite, right? Yeah. So what What do you like with with that superpower of being able to pivot and just go for it? What do you consider you personally? Do you have a kryp- kryptonite? What is it?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, my kryptonite is is uh, my own head. Like I'm I'm way too much inside my head uh, all day, every day, and and I really need to. I need to make schedules. Um, I've started doing that recently. Like I used to hate scheduling and I still hate it, but you know, like now I have a reminder in my phone. It's like, it's writing hour. Like I need to, I need to write during this time. Um, Cause if I don't do that, then I'm thinking about a different song or I'm thinking about social media. Have I answered everything? You know, I get distracted easily. Um, I have like guitars on the wall to try and like, you know, help me like, I pick them up every day, right? But do I practice every day? Like, do, am I diligent at practice? No. So, like, that's my kryptonite is, like, um, I'm just, like, thinking about so many things at the same time. I have so many ideas for things that I'm, like, like, one minute I'm, like, this way I'm thinking about a music video. The next minute I'm this way. And then, like, sometimes I don't accomplish enough because I'm not, you know, focused on one thing at a time.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were saying too offline. Um, There's that. Uh, I wrote it down as a quote. Like my head's not a safe space. Mm. That caught me, man. When you said that, I was like, wait a minute. That's that's brilliant. Uh, go on a, a little bit about that. Kind of uh, can you talk to that point? My head. Yeah, um,
1: I I heard that from this uh, lady uh, Ashley C. Ford. She was doing a podcast about Mister Rogers. And she was talking about how, you know, she would get home for work and try to relax, but um, she would always have like the TV on because she doesn't want to be inside her head. Cause it's not a safe space. I can definitely relate to that. Like um, when I'm writing, um, especially I'm, I'm judging my song before, you know, I was telling you this like offline um, I'm judging my song sometimes when it's still a baby, yeah. you know? <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, basically, What's that?
0: Is that the other day, man? Yeah, he is that. Um, the, the whole baby thing. Go, Yeah, sorry, I cut you off. Just talk, talk about that.
1: Yeah, um, so <laughs> what that means basically is uh, that, you know, I, I don't think I'm alone in this. Um, I'm writing something, and I'm trying to find the perfect line one at a time, right? It's To me, it's basically like, um, having a baby and then trying to get him to do algebra before he can even walk, right? It's just like, I, I don't know, this songwriter um, taught me this a long time ago. She said, don't judge you wouldn't judge a baby because it can't, you know speak yet, <laughs> right? So don't don't judge your song um, because it can't stand up yet. So she's basically getting at yeah, like, you know write as much as you can and get out of your head just it doesn't have to be perfect when when you're writing right and so that's definitely like that resonated with me when i when she said uh, when ashley c ford said uh your head's not a safe space it's just like always uh not always but like too much too much judging like just let things breathe and just let things be you know
0: yeah, I can definitely relate. I think I think a lot of us I mean, I mean the whole show is geared towards creatives and and mm-hmm. the, whether you're an artist or if you're a songwriter, if you're a musician, man, you could you, we just have that natural tendency to to quick to judge. We're our own worst enemy, you know as Lit would say, right? Yeah. What uh what about a time that um that that kryptonite really kind of impacted you and your songwriting is there is there like do you notice it in your actual structure like if like when you get into that like what where what are the first signs i guess that 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 starts to come in that where you're judging what kind of things are you seeing um
1: it's mostly uh lyrical you know um it does happen as well with uh with guitar riffs um But, yeah, for the most part, I would say it it happens uh, lyrically. So if I'm I'm writing some lyrics down, um, I I have, like, an exercise that I do now to try and combat that, right? But, uh, um, and it's called the Clay Mills nine-minute exercise. So um, this guy called, his name's Clay Mills, and, uh, yeah, he has this exercise where he does, like, three minutes of just writing song titles then three minutes of writing um word association with your favorite song title and then and then another three minutes of rhyming right yeah so i use that to try and combat uh, the kryptonite <laughs> um because uh that just i think having that exercise um helps to helps not judge. Cause it's just like, well, I'm just doing what this guy told me. Like, this isn't, it's almost like it's not me. Right. I'm just like doing an exercise. Uh, if it's not perfect. Well, it's, it's not meant to be perfect. Yeah. No. So yeah. So that part helps.
0: That's great. Yeah. So then what's, uh, and this is another thing that's come up often in conversations with me is people understanding the difference between a performance and practice. Um, hmm speak to that at all with uh with regards to like how do you approach practice is it any different than than performance or are you looking at doing the same kind of thing like what's
1: yeah right so i was talking about like um danny grab benny grab yeah benny grab yeah yeah benny grab uh said this thing so uh, to anybody's listening uh he's this great drummer that you should check out um but uh yeah, he said something really profound one time, and and uh, when I was in his master class, he said, "When you go to the practice room, don't play, and when you're playing in front of people, don't practice." And what he meant by that was that if you go into the practice room, then go there to work on your on your craft. Don't go there to just play a song that you've played a thousand times and that you know. And that it's fun for you, right? Um, you should go there to try and improve. Play something that you can't play, right? Slow down to half speed and try to learn it. Um, and then I think that part of it, I was like, yeah, okay, I get that. But the part that I really enjoyed was that he said, when you're on stage and you're playing in front of people, don't practice, like if you're if you make a mistake, who cares? You're not there to judge yourself at this point. You've done that in the practice room. Now's the time to enjoy yourself, to play, and to have a good
0: time, right? Yeah, that's amazing. So how do you how do you turn that off? How do you turn that on? Like is that is that a thing? Is there a button? What <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, there is a button. It's called do it again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> right It's got to be yeah it's all about reps yeah um, I've know I've noticed a lot like uh, even for studio time for uh, being in, in the studio uh, the more I'm in there the more I'm comfortable the, the faster I can get the take that I think is, is the right take when I first started in the studio you know I was just like scared little boy and i was like it'd take me forever to get the right vocal take and uh and now it's it's um you know sometimes it takes a while but usually it's faster than it used to be yeah and and same thing with performing live like i used to you know my first show i remember i was like super nervous I still like most people i think didn't know that i was nervous but um but now I go on stage and we have like this little routine. We actually sing uh, uh, Afternoon Delight. <laughs> <laughs> we got it from, um, which fucking real Feral movie is it?
0: It's Anchorman. Is it,
1: it's Anchorman. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So we sing that, the three of us, um, before every show.
0: Oh my goodness. How? Yeah, I do. Okay, no, seriously, that's a that's somewhere I wanna I wanna take that. How important is ritual for for artists out there, especially in times like these right now, like where so much of what we know and our normalcy of our day to day lives. How much how much emphasis do you put on ritual, whether it's in the band or on your day to day practice? Like, what's that mean to you when when uh, when you guys like get together and you have that one thing? What does that do? Um. Yeah, we don't have that many
1: rituals. That one, um, that one, we kind of just came up with to be funny. Um, but as as um, as I start to analyze it, because like you know, like I was saying, like I'm in my head a lot, and I'm analyzing things all the time. I realized that it's a great vocal warm up, and it's also really great for your nerves because it's a huge fucking joke. Right. And so like, we're always laughing, even though we've, you know, we've sang it, I don't know, dozens of times at least, you know, at the end of it, we're just laughing and high-fiving and it's, you know, um, it. I think the cool thing about it is that it lasts a minute or something, right. However long, like we sing that part, and just the way they do it in uh, Anchorman, uh, as opposed to like, you know, if we, if we all put our fists in the middle and like, one, two, three, carbons, or some shit like that, right? Like, that's cool, too. But I think the fact that it lasts, like, a minute long is that you really get into it, and you're, like, actually singing. You're doing, like, you know, some sort of a vocal warm-up a little bit. Paul does, like, the falsettos. And, uh, and so that whole thing, um, I think, really helps us perform well and, and really helps us, like, connect right before the show.
0: Definitely, definitely. I love that. Actually, it's yeah. that, like pre, pre-game warm-up, Ooh, go team, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I was listening to a podcast, um, oh, who was it? Uh, Quest, yeah, Quest Love was talking about um, how the roots would go in and like for the first time in ever, they had to rehearse when they got the, the Fallon gig, right? But prior to that, they would just go out and play. And then- right they were on board with the chili peppers or something they were open up or I don't know they're on the same bill with that and then like they watched and the chilies were just like they were like hanging out in the huddle and they were down like like and and I guess quest kind of leans to the other guy goes what are they what were they doing Oh, they were just like they were just talking shit you know seeing how everybody's doing about the day and like what you got planned afterwards and just they're buds man like they're yeah we don't do that Well, of course you don't Quest. Like you guys aren't even friends. (laughs) That's the importance of how like that community comes back in. Like how important is it when you got your brothers up on stage um man you guys gotta have each other's back right and that's that's the thing that caught my attention with um with your performance in sydney and that little dive that was such a killer show that was the first time i really saw you guys play i'd heard your music but man was that a killer because you guys just feed off of one another you know you're looking around you're having a good time you're, you're doing the hobbies and it, it was just a fun atmosphere so like, yeah Thank you. I mean, that, that just makes me, like, it's those kind of shows that I was just like, man, I want to get back up on stage, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was a killer show. I, I couldn't believe how many people were in, in that ah, room. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, still have, I still have the photo on my Facebook, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it was one of the top shows for sure. Like, to go across a, an ocean and then to be received like that, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: What's your plans? Are you going back?
1: i'd love to but actually i um i wrote uh, a bunch of lyrics from our last conversation you're talking about like the drones happening in uh in melbourne yeah yeah yes so i've been working on this one song and i didn't really have lyrics for it and uh yeah now i do i have a full song because of that conversation we had
0: shit man that's great yeah it's a crazy time down there, man. It's really unfortunate because you guys were there for Melbourne Music Week with uh, with myself. Yeah. Was a wild time. Yeah, it was wild, wild time. Like that city is hopping. Like prior to this whole shutdown, lockdown thing, because like I got out, I was lucky. I got out on uh, the day of Stage Four, right? And was, right. Oh, and now I'm talking to my business partner Lachlan down there, and it's like, yeah. Straight up drones, drones flying around, and at, on one hand, it's kind of cool, right? Because you're like, oh, cool. As a kid, you're like, whoa, sweet. And they're like flying in circles and stuff, and it's like, oh yeah, that's. Oh, and then you put the you know, two and two together. You're like, oh wait, that's crazy. Like surveillance and yeah, it's just I don't know. Yeah. It's too far, man. Like that's crazy. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'm I. I... I pulled up, like, a, a little article on it yesterday. I haven't really had a chance to to dig into it very much, but I was listening to Joe Rogan today, and he was talking about it, how they're, like, yeah, full lockdown already, or again, I think.
0: Yeah, well, and now they're talking about uh, a <laughs> new update, uh, another eight weeks of, like, full-on lockdown. Like, mm-hmm. none of, of this stuff. I'm sitting there going, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. I don't know. I'm fortunate to be up here. I mean, you seem like a pretty grateful guy. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful of where
1: I live. I'm grateful. um, You know, I, I've been thinking over the last couple of years, like, ah, should I move to Vancouver or Toronto or even Melbourne? And um, yeah, I guess now that we're in this pandemic, I'm happy to live in a smallish city. Um, I live like, you know, Two, not even a block away from the beach so we have some paddle boards and i've just been enjoying nature so i'm grateful for nature
0: yeah yeah i know it's so important to get back to like those basic things that we kind of forget we neglect because of uh i don't know what it is but we grow yeah. up That's
1: well, it's funny though like um i don't know if maybe i was always meant for this or if i've like um, if I've become this type of, uh, of person in the last two to three years, I'm just taking on this band so seriously. But um, I'm more satisfied, like, building a new song than going on the mountain or going paddleboarding. Like, I'll go for, like, an hour maybe. But, like, after an hour, I'm just like, I need to write a song. I need to, I need to fucking, I need to build something. You know, like, I'm not satisfied with, even though I live in one of the, like, most beautiful places on Earth, definitely in Canada, um, when I'm looking out in the distance, I'm thinking, like, I should appreciate this more, but I just don't. (laughs) You know, like, I appreciate it, but I just, like, I appreciate building things way more. And I think that's probably, like, a... You know, man thing like men are, are more interested in in things and and for the most part, and and women are more interested in like people, and and maybe that have, uh, nature as well like living things, you know. Um, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've been trying to like write this song about it actually about how like I wish I could really, really like look around for a long time and be. Just taking in the energy, kind of like an avatar, right? Where they're just like so connected.
0: Yeah, totally. I uh, mean, I think that that's a superpower in its own. I don't think you're the only one that shares that thought. I'd be, I'd be interested. I'll put that in the show notes. anybody Anybody that thinks that way, please make me and Tommy feel a little more sane. Like we don't have three. Hours. Yeah, that less that? alone. I'm, I'm the same way. If I'm like I, I work. Man, every day is a Friday to me. I've not ever worked a day in my life. I I love building. I love craft. I love like for me, it's exercise programming, or it's like when somebody tells me they've got like a weird funky elbow. I just get so involved (laughs) with that. Or drums. If if somebody lays down a bed track and I'm like, oh man, I I I got so many ideas for that. So I'm I'm right with you on the same page. That actually kind of falls perfectly into the next question uh, that I wanted to kind of slowly wrap things up with on this. Like, what would you, if there was one thing you could recommend to somebody who can't figure out, because I think that's part of like a superpower that somebody doesn't even know that they have, what's one thing you'd say to somebody on the street that's struggling to find um, their superpower, all they can find is this kryptonite, all this like weakness and everything. How do, how do we get that weakness or foreseeable weakness to become somebody's superpower? What What kind of advice do you have on that?
1: Well, one thing that I was fortunate uh, about growing up is that my dad let me try a bunch of different shit. So, like, I've done, like, boxing. uh, I snowboard. I've done, you know, I've played, like, uh, football, uh, a little bit of hockey growing up. Um, You know, I've played multiple instruments, or I've tried multiple instruments. I don't play um, many of them very well. But... um, that's what I would say and you know to anybody who because I think you were were saying like oh everything's a cryptonite like I don't even want to try hockey because like I suck at it Um, I saw this TED talk a while back that blew my mind do you know about the 10,000 hours to like master something right so this guy was talking about not mastering a new skill, but just getting decently good at it, right? Guess how many hours it takes to just
0: learn a new skill. I don't even know the first place to start on that. How many hours, man? 20. What? Yeah. It's like a hang of it.
1: What's that? Yeah. And he proved it in the TED Talk. He didn't know how to play any instruments, and he learned how to play the ukulele. And at the end of his presentation was his 20th hour learning the ukulele, and he sang a whole
0: song. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, and that blew my mind. I was like, there's nothing to be afraid of in terms of failure. If, it, if that's how little time it takes, like 20 hours is like an hour a day for a month. Like spend an hour a day coming home, and at the end of the month, you'll be able to do something new. You try try twelve things in a year, and then <laughs> probably find something you're passionate about, or at least passionate about enough that you're you're gonna think, okay, maybe I'm gonna do another twenty hours of this thing and really figure it out.
0: Oh man, that's a great perspective. I'm not, yeah, it really narrows things down on that. It, like, puts things right on the okay. Well, that's how easy it is. So, well, uh, I think I, I
1: think you know maybe you and I don't necessarily have. Um, those that that type of kryptonite, where we're like, know, nah, we're gonna if we're gonna try something, we're gonna go straight in. But I think, I think with many people, they're afraid to try something new because they're afraid to fail, or they they're afraid that um, it's gonna take them ten thousand hours to get it right. So I thought that that TED talk was really powerful to really break down those barriers and 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 show people that. You know what, if you want to take up painting, for example this is actually a great example. Like my girlfriend was um wanting to take up painting for a long time and she you know, she was afraid of not being good, to be perfectly honest. And uh she's on painting I think like seven or something, and the like last two are amazing. So, you know, she this literally has spent less than twenty hours Right.
0: Yeah. Just honing that craft and getting better every single hour. Yeah. Crazy. So then I'm going to throw back to you as an artist, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to get the next level? Like what, what is that next spot for you as a songwriter, as a guitarist, as a singer? Like what's where you, yeah. um, I want to, so
1: I've been like doing a lot of the booking for the band and obviously that's not happening right now. And so I want to record more. I want to write more. And I have been doing that uh, since COVID started. And um, I've written, you know, a few songs. One in particular I'm really proud of. And, you know, that's going to go out um, in the next few months. But, um, yeah, I think the next next thing for us is to um, start putting out music more consistently. And to just... Kind of let go of expectations in terms of how big a certain song will will be, and to just you know just keep putting stuff out, do it as cheaply as possible, um, and uh, yeah, and just just keep getting better at songwriting. Keep yeah, keep making better songs.
0: Perfect, no sweet man. Who's your uh, who's your superhero as a songwriter or singer or Oh yeah. Um,
1: well, so in terms of like my musical idols, oh, yeah. I have I have a few, but my my goal, I guess, is to be um, as good of a guitarist as John Mayer or Jimi Hendrix. But you know, I won't get to who's better.
0: But... <laughs> well, I have to come back to that one. That'll be another. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I love both of those guitar players. Uh, and then I'd like to be you know as good of a singer or at least like raspy singer as Dave Grohl and uh, songwriter I think they're both good songwriters like both John Mayer and, and Dave Grohl um, and then in terms of uh, uh, charisma and just uh, being a good person like I want to be like uh, Michael Bublé so I want to be like a mix of those three guys
0: oh dude tall order
1: yeah i know i know i probably won't achieve it but you know it's no, whatever
0: hey man you gotta shoot for the stars you land on the moon right that's it right? it's it's true man and like it's like that's the thing i really appreciate you is that you can feel it even on the stage and as i've gotten to know you as a person like you just no holes barred dude you're not afraid of anything right like that's that's just like yeah, we're going to do it. And why? Like, what's what's stopping you? Nothing. Okay, cool. Let's go for it. And you can see yeah. it. You guys are handling your business now as a band. You can see it now how, you know, you've got different initiatives. Yeah, you got to, I, I think I agree. Like earlier you said, I was pretty bummed out for a few days. And I think it's important to allow yourself to be down. Uh, I agree with you on that as uh, coming from the, the health perspective. It's, it's really, it's a good thing. It's there yeah. to, to mourn. It's therapeutic to, to feel sad. It's okay to be down. Where I stop and draw the line, though, is it's not okay to stay down. Right. That's
1: right. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I just want to make sure that your audience knows that um, I'm not without fear. Um, that's not true. But um, I don't let fear paralyze me. At least not for very long. Right. That's that. yeah. That's the important part because. Um, Renee Brown, uh, I don't know if you know her, but she, yeah, you know this, you know her, she's talking, she talked about our vulnerability in this one. Uh, uh, I think she did a Netflix special or something. Yeah. And uh, she was talking about how you can't have courage without vulnerability. Right. And same with fear, right. You can't have courage without fear. So nobody is fearless. Even the ones, even Dave girl's not without fear, you know, and, and, same with, I think it's less obvious with, with John Mayer. I think everyone knows he's kind of, you know, insecure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, even the greats, like, they're, they're not without fear. And uh, it's just a matter of, you know, acknowledging that fear. And, okay, uh, that's not rational. Let's move forward.
0: See, and I think there's a there's a really great quote on that, too. Nelson Mandela, my, my uh, you know, the late great, my homeboy. Uh, Courage is not the absence of fear. It is the ability to move beyond it. That's right. A ability to recognize it, stare it dead in the eyes, and be like, okay, cool. Let's bring it, right? Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Because that's where we push and get beyond those, uh, those borders, right? Um, it's just, yeah, life.
1: Well, and honestly, like I think everything comes down to practice, and I know we've been trying to like end this, but, like we're getting into some like interesting rabbit holes. Oh, yeah. um, um, but what I what I practice with fear is that whenever something scares me, I just I don't even wait. I'll just like go. So you know, I've like gone cliff jumping before. I've gone skydiving. You know, and it's all like scary stuff or and like surfing uh was scary for for like the first time a couple um even even after I'd gone like a few times, like I tumbled a little bit and I ran out of breath and I was like, fuck, I almost drowned. Um, right. But if you if you just face fear all the time and that doesn't mean to be stupid and, and you know, jump off a bridge without calculating, you know, when you where you're gonna land. But, um, yeah, I think I think facing your fears every day is super important because um, habits come from practice. Right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Good or bad. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, sweet, man. Um, where can people find you and the carbons? What are you guys up to right now? I know it's kind of a weird time where everybody's virtual, but uh, what's the best place to catch uh, catch what you guys are up to? Yeah, we're uh,
1: we're putting a lot of content out on Facebook, uh, or sorry, um, I was going to say YouTube, and uh, we're going to start putting some st- songs out on Spotify as well. And uh, but yeah, as well, you can get a hold of us on Facebook or Instagram, and uh, we do have a Patreon page as well. So uh, once uh, you know you check out our stuff online, if you'd like to support us uh, financially, then uh, you can subscribe on Patreon and we have all a bunch of exclusive content on there.
0: Perfect. I'm gonna have to dig into that. I haven't done it yet. I don't know. I just I don't know. Gonna have to take a look. Put it it, get on there. Get your next patron subscriber right here. Yes. He's like, yes, another one. Well
1: it's it's funny, it's like one of these things that like I suck up promotions and that's something I've been like you know, working on, um, I'm like a creative type, you know, and, uh, I'm the salesman aspect of it, like I, I'm trying to train my brain to like switch to it without like becoming that person, you know, like, okay, I'll switch to that for like a day or a couple of days or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, ever since I, I've started practicing that a little bit, um, we have gotten like some new Patreon. Uh, or patrons i should say um so yeah it's good i mean you know if you don't have a manager or a label behind you like you have to do it yourself
0: yeah it's important to not lose touch with that authenticity though i love uh i love that you say that that's fantastic um i think that's what makes you guys great so i'm looking forward to seeing what's next um i just want to thank you again for your time on uh you know another conversation much love to i gotta get out to Kelowna though man we were talking about this the other day like oh how beautiful is it out there
1: right That's now good, man uh, we got a little bit of smoke yesterday because it's a big fire in washington but uh cleared up mostly today um but yeah it's supposed to be 30 again again this week i'm gonna go paddle boarding probably again of course man oh. come on down i got a patio man come down for a beer
0: shot that uh you shot that photo you gotta give me just a couple weeks i'm setting things up we we'll get this thing rolling get this uh this season going again and uh once things can kind of settle down crossing my fingers it's before snow flies but if not it's for sure in the springtime so yeah
1: bring your headphones and your uh your fucking uh yoga mat i know
0: right yeah i get the. yeah you can check that out yeah i'll just bring my <laughs> My dog, my assistant coach. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure Dar would love to. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll let you get going. And uh, again, thank you so much for your time here today on the show. On one last note, though, in one sentence, what is your dose to living the best life? Ooh, in one sentence? Yeah, or phrase or blackout.
1: Uh, the dose to oh, you catch me off guard here. Okay, the dose to living a healthy life, living your best self, dude. <sighs> You've got it, Tommy. I know. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm. am so, I'm gonna say, diet properly, if, but like a proper diet first and foremost. Start with that. Um, that takes care of your, of your body, and then figure out what your passion is that takes care of your head and then find somebody you love and that takes care of your heart. Profound dude. I just came up with that on the spot. It sounds no, it sounded good. Like when I'm not listening to myself, but if, when I listen back and be like, you're such a dummy. <laughs>
0: <Nah>. <laughs> is that fair, dude? All right, man, you're a legend. Thank you very much for your time. I will, uh, I'll put everything up in the, in the beautiful show notes so everybody can follow your Patreon, and, uh, and we'll go from there, dude. Looking forward to it. Sickness. Okay. Thanks so much for the time, Tommy. See you. Take care. See you, brother.